Welcome, welcome to another episode of Cash Clarity. I'm your host, Abby Nerderman, and I am happy that you're joining me today because I'm going to go over the seven things to look for when hiring the right bookkeeper for your business. I chose this topic because our workload grows as our business grows, and it might be time for you to consider bringing in some help for your bookkeeping. If you grow your team, either by hiring someone directly or hiring them as a contractor, you likely don't want just anybody. You want somebody good. It might be hard to find someone quote-unquote good. It can be a real challenge to discern what a person may or may not excel at, and even someone that looks good on paper might not pan out. You might be thinking, I don't have the money to start hiring, or I don't have a clue on how to find a bookkeeper, or you might just be feeling that the hiring process seems too daunting. You should be the visionary of your business, not the person doing all the work and wearing all the hats. I just watched the uh, the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix the other day, and She is in complete control of her sound and image. She writes all her songs. She decides the look and feel of her album art and her music videos. And she's deciding what gets posted on Instagram. But what she's not doing is mixing the music or setting up tour dates or one of the 100 other little things that it takes to be a huge music artist was not covered in the documentary. And what I'm willing to go out on a limb on is that she doesn't do her own bookkeeping either. Now, as a professional bookkeeper, I see it over and over with each of my clients. I get them set up on a custom bookkeeping plan. I set up the technology. I enter the data. I double and triple check the numbers. I prepare their financials. I sit down and explain what the numbers mean for their business. The only thing that they do is send me their supporting financial documents. And even then, we find other ways of collecting that information without them having to do the work. And each client ends up saving time, saving energy, gaining confidence and peace of mind, and they are able to reinvest that time and that knowledge capital back into the business to improve what they're already doing and increase sales, which ultimately means bringing home more bacon. Hiring someone to help in your business looks and feels a lot like when you first had the idea to start a business. There are a million reasons not to go for it. It feels incredibly uncomfortable and scary. You have to learn a lot about what to do or what not to do. When you're brand speaking new to business, I recommend that you do your own bookkeeping. And I did do an episode on that topic earlier this year. I'll link up to it in the show notes at goldenratiobookkeeping.com forward slash 018. Now, once your business starts to take off, I do recommend growing your team with contractors. The first or second one should be a bookkeeper. The other one probably should be a virtual assistant. I know, I know it may seem a little pretentious coming from me telling you that one of your first hires need to be a bookkeeper, but I absolutely believe it. 
A good bookkeeper will help you improve your money systems and workflows. They'll make sure your payments are getting captured, make sure you aren't making late payments, and help you meet your tax deadlines and obligations. I want you to consider hiring a bookkeeping first because having a good bookkeeper is like having a really good defensive line. If your marketing and sales is the offensive team and is scoring left and right, you don't want to lose the game because your defense is awful. I did a whole episode on all the reasons why bookkeeping is so important. So I'll I'll hop down from the soapbox for now, but definitely go check out that episode too. And I'll make sure that's linked in the show notes as well. Now that you're at least partway convinced that your first hire should be a bookkeeper, I recommend that you contract with someone before you hire in-house. Hiring employees tends to be more expensive. On top of paying them wages, you need to pay payroll taxes and workers' comp insurance, and you may be providing benefits. Plus, it's ultimately your responsibility to train them to do their job. Going with a contractor, on the other hand, you're more likely to work with someone who's experienced, who can bring recommendations to the table out of the gate. And if your partnership isn't working for whatever reason, it's a whole lot easier to dissolve that than, say, firing a bad employee. So what you ask should you be looking for in this bookkeeper you're going to be hiring? I have seven things to watch for. Number one, your bookkeeper needs to be someone who is knowledgeable or at least willing to learn about accounting and financials. Now, you may be in a unique situation where you're cousin's brother's roommate from college is looking for something and they need help getting on their feet and they might be a good fit for you and they are totally willing to learn the accounting and financial side of it um, and they're willing to take ownership of any mistakes that they make early on during their learning curve and that is totally okay by all means go hire that person help them out But in general, you want someone that has that background of knowing the accounting. Now, they don't necessarily have to have a four-year degree in accounting. There are some very good programs out there to learn bookkeeping. And in a lot of cases, some of these online programs are much better than anything that you can find in an MBA program or in a college degree. And I say that because college is very academic. It's all of the theory and not so much all of the practical, tactical, day-to-day things that you need to do. So that's why I say some of these online courses can provide a lot more of the information you need to actually run your business. So that was number one. Number two is someone who cares and gets excited about bookkeeping. We all come from different walks of life. We're cut from different pieces of fabric. Me, for example, I do get really excited about bookkeeping. For example, I just recently um, ordered some books off of Amazon, three of them which were accounting related. One was about tax deductions. One was a QuickBooks Online manual. Even though I'm a QuickBooks Online pro advisor, I thought, hey, there might be some other tips and tricks that I can go out there and learn. Um, And then the third one 
was just like an accounting and operations, like how-to type of book. And I got really excited about these books. And my husband, like, I don't know how many times he rolled his eyes at me because I was so excited about these books coming. And when they did arrive, like I scanned through all of them, like over that weekend. I haven't read them all yet because... I haven't had them very long. So I, I immediately dove in and, and looked at this content and got excited about it. You want to have someone with that type of attitude about bookkeeping, that they're going to go look at IRS tax publications. They're going to do extra reading. They're going to get informed about the industry and what the best practices are about the new technology that's coming out. You want someone who's going to get really excited about it and bring that into your business. All right, so the third thing that you want to look for in someone who's going to do your bookkeeping is you want someone who will have a vested interest in your company and its performance. The accounting and tax preparation industry as a whole is growing. It's There's more people moving into it, more people opening businesses, it's earning more revenue year to year, and there's a lot more people offering bookkeeping services, including very large companies such as QuickBooks Online. They're offering a new QuickBooks Online live package with live bookkeepers, and um, another really popular one is Binge.co. These types of businesses have lots and lots and lots of clients. Not to say that they're doing a bad job, it's just that your success doesn't really influence their bottom line. They're not going to be hurt if they lose your business. They might be hurt if they lose a lot of clients and a lot of business, but your performance alone isn't going to move the needle on how they are performing financially. Whereas if you take a a smaller company, someone who is freelancing, their ability to take care of their family is directly dependent on how successful you are in your business. So that's what I mean when you want to look for someone who has a vested interest in your company and its performance. The fourth thing to look for in a bookkeeper is someone who is detail-oriented. Now, bookkeeping in and of itself isn't overly complicated. You, your business has money that comes in and out. It produces a transaction with some kind of supporting financial document. You take that document and you enter it into your ledgers or your accounting software. And those tasks by themselves are, are not complicated. What becomes complicated is having to do this over and over and over again for a large amount of transactions and then being consistent and doing it the same way every time. And also being able to go back and review all the information that is out there to make sure it's being constant and that you're making corrections as you go. Someone who's detail-oriented tends to be very organized. They like to keep a clean desk. They like to keep their desktop free from random files. They like for their items to be neatly lined up. They organize the books on their shelf in alphabetical order, make sure all of the text is facing the same way. So someone who is detail-oriented is someone who who really likes to have things organized and, and really can't stand it when something is sticking out of place. The fifth thing to look for in someone who will be a good bookkeeper is someone who does routine tasks well and can meet deadlines. And what I mean by this is 
that bookkeeping by nature is cyclical. Do the same set of routines over and over and over again. And each month, there's a deadline of when to complete it. And then each year or each quarter, there are tax obligations to meet. So you want someone who is who does routine things well and can meet these deadlines. I, I see creatives struggle with this a lot when they're doing their own bookkeeping. They may get really excited about, about it at first, uh, do a really good job at first, but they kind of slowly over time lose interest and get excited about something else. And their bookkeeping slowly gets forgotten and gets kind of left at the curb. So you want someone who who really is committed to routine and likes routine, likes to have a set schedule, likes to have a plan for things. Um, that's the type of person you want in, in doing your bookkeeping. The sixth thing you want to look for in someone who's going to help you with your bookkeeping is someone who uses language that you understand and is willing to answer your questions. I've had a lot of people complain to me about bookkeepers that they've used in the past. Either they're hard to get a hold of, they don't answer their questions, or they stay in the accounting industry lingo and really talk in a way that doesn't make sense to, to the client and has a way of maybe even talking down to them. When you're working with someone, especially someone who's doing your bookkeeping, you want someone that is willing to break it down for you, is willing to use terms that you understand and help you understand what's going on in your business. Understanding your financials is a really important piece to being successful in business and continued success in, in growing and scaling your business. The seventh thing to look for in someone who's doing your bookkeeping is someone who's going to be friendly and positive. And of course, this goes for anyone that you work with, not just bookkeepers. I once had a colleague of mine. She is a insurance agent. She would come to me and she'd be like, Abby, do you have a CPA recommendation for me? Every time I talk to my CPA, it just fills me with anxiety. He just, he makes me feel like an idiot And I just feel bad about what I'm doing in my business. Granted, this individual is a very smart and savvy business owner. And she is very willing to speak directly and challenge and ask questions. And she always does it in a smart and sensible and respectful way. So when She's telling me she has someone that's making her feel awful about her accounting and her business. That is a red flag to me. It's a sign that that is not someone that you want to work with. It's always really important to be able to have a good working relationship with anyone because it's going to make things a lot easier. If you have, if you're working with someone where you're afraid to pick up the phone and find out that they're in a bad mood that day and they're going to take it out on you, that is not someone that you want to be working with. Just to recap all the seven things that we just went through, the first one is someone who is knowledgeable or willing to learn about accounting and financials. Second thing to look for is someone who cares and gets excited about bookkeeping. The third thing is someone who will have a vested interest in your company and its performance. The fourth is someone who is detailed-oriented. The fifth is someone who does routine tasks well and can meet deadlines. The sixth is someone who can use language you understand and is willing to answer your questions. And the seventh is someone who is friendly and positive.
All right, so now that you know what the seven things are, you may be wondering, how do I figure this out when I'm talking to a prospective bookkeeper? Well, I've got you covered because I've put together a little freebie and it's in the show notes. And it's just a list of potential questions that you can ask a bookkeeper that will help you understand if they fulfill these seven things. So now it's time to take some action. I want you to take a look at your current bookkeeper and maybe that's you. Maybe you have to do a self-evaluation. Run them through these seven things to look for and determine if whether or not they meet these qualities. If they don't check off all seven or even half of them, then chances are the bookkeeping work that's happening is poor quality. There could be mistakes, it might be months out of date, or you could find yourself in a potential audit situation. If this is you, I'd really urge you to accelerate your hiring plans now. However, if your bookkeeper is meeting all of the seven qualities, then you can be confident in your financials, you can reference them often, and you don't have to worry about completely messing up on your tax obligations. Now that we're at the end of the episode, you should know why it's important to hire a bookkeeper first when you're ready to hire, and you should know that the seven things to look for when you fill the position. I hope you come back for the next episode. I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes and talking about the three big things I wish I had done sooner in my business. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured in a listener shout out in a future Cash Clarity episode, please leave a review on iTunes. Until next time.